On this week's episode, I interviewed Tom of Throws and Brews. We chat about how Tom got into yo-yoing, why he started Throws and Brews, uh, the East Coast Masters yo-yo contest, and what there is to do in Pittsburgh. So East Coast Masters is March 28th in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and we hope to see you there. Now, I hope you enjoy this episode. beginning so how did you get into yo-yoing so i was a child of the 90s and mm-hmm. back in the 90s there was this thing called the yo-yo boom yep. uh where uh, every kid begged their mom at least in uh, where i grew up uh in in tiny little weird in west virginia okay. about uh, about 40 minutes west of pittsburgh um everybody begged their mom in i want to say i was in sixth grade or seventh grade and for a uh, Omega Fireball, and the Man, Raider that was, had just—that was the thing to get. It really was, and the Raider had just come out at that point too. But the Raider, I want to say, was a lot more. Like the Fireball was like seventeen or eighteen dollars, but the Raider was like twenty-five or thirty. And uh, my my parents couldn't fathom spending, and I don't think anybody's parents could fathom spending that much money on uh, one yo-yo. So mm-hmm. I got a uh, eighteen-dollar fireball that i that i that I, I loved and played with it a ton and you know we used to sit there and like rock the baby and see who could get it there to spin the longest and all that um but i sort of started to get into get into tricks a little bit more i could do like man on the flying trapeze and a couple of other things i could sort of do some barrel rolls a little bit uh and i i like to loop it as well and I sort of got – I was a little better than everybody else because I took it – I played with it a little harder. Nice. Uh, at some point, my dad says to me, you know, that's cheating, right? And I said, what do you mean it's cheating? And he said, well, you know, yo-yos used to be made of wood. And uh, that's – and, you know, you have a little axle in there that spins on it. You know, the wooden yo-yos don't spin as long. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well uh, – what? So it blew my mind as a little kid that, it, that he said that that was cheating. Yeah. So uh, – that's was about also the time when uh, BC yo-yos were pretty readily available as well uh, for for old people. Uh, Tom Coon, mm-hmm. like the the no jive, but the BC were like the ten or tw- ten or twelve dollar versions uh, of just fixed axle wooden yo-yos. So I actually ended up loving those and okay. played played with those for probably the next twenty years. Uh, pretty much whenever I had time or needed mm-hmm. to or needed to do something with my hands because I'm a very, uh, I don't know if anxious is the right term, but I have like OCD. So I was sort okay. of happy to be doing something with my hands. Yeah. So when I would get bored, if I couldn't play guitar, or I couldn't play video games or whatever, it was nice to just be able to throw and catch a yo-yo. Not even necessarily mm-hmm. do tricks, but just something to throw around a little bit, something to do with my hands. So it was something that I always had around and always did um, and everything. So that's how I got into it. Yeah. Uh, so then, how'd you get a little bit more seriously? Because no, you're uh, you're a little bit beyond the the no jive by Tom Kuhn at this point. A little bit, not much, <laughs> uh, but just just a hair. Uh, so and then, uh, you know, life happens. You go to college. Mm-hmm. I went to law school. All that stuff. Um, and uh, bought a house. Got married. All that jazz. And I still had yo-yos around and played with them a little bit, but not. It, you know. Yeah. Buy new ones. I think I was still using the same ones that I bought 20 years ago. 
when they had existed the whatever yeah. <laughs> whatever BCEO survived <laughs> the uh, sur- survived me I, I wore through quite a few axles and ended up mm-hmm. having to throw some out but I I had had enough of them that I didn't wear out all of them um, anyway one day I was at work uh, it was a particularly stressful time at work uh, we had just had our first child not too terribly long ago, and I was back at work, and we were working. Actually, we just had our second child, and I was back at work, uh, and I was working, and I just remember being so stressed out and like getting up at my desk, and I worked downtown at that point in time, Mm -hmm. downtown Pittsburgh, and I just remember thinking, I got to go. I want a yo-yo. I don't have one here. I I need to go buy a yo-yo. So Googled real quick, toy stores near me, uh, found S.W. Randall. Man, that was the first place I ever bought an unresponsive yo-yo. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Uh, so uh, S.W. Randall, I'm like, okay, cool. It's like six blocks away. So yeah. took my took my lunch break, took a walk six blocks up to S.W. Randall, walked upstairs, and uh, asked the clerk who was working there. I said, you know, where where are the yo-yos? I'd, I'd, I'd like to buy a yo-yo. And he, oh, second floor. So I walked upstairs and uh, looked around, and they have – they still have a ton, mm-hmm. but they had just – beginner yo-yos on one in one wall and then in the case were like 60 70 80 dollar metal yo-yos and i had never seen anything like that um you know i had seen i remember yo-yo jam yo-yos existed and and i i'd I'd had one of those for a while but those tended to like crack and break and Mm -hmm. stuff and that was i i don't know what happened to that but it's i had one and i paid whatever 30 or 40 30 bucks for it at the time and Never really played with it much, and it cracked and broke a little bit, and then I just never played with it. Um, but this was, like, totally different. They had tons of, like, Yo-Yo Factory and Duncan stuff, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what else was in that case. I think it was just mostly Yo-Yo Factory. those were, yeah, those were always the two main ones. I know, like, way back in the day in, like, the 90s and even the early 2000s, they had a lot of, like, Henry Yo-Yos and uh, a lot of Vipers and stuff like that. But, yeah, when I went, let's see, when I picked up my first unresponsive, it was a Duncan Raptor from there. And uh, then, like, two months later, they started carrying all the Yo-Yo Factory stuff. But it was pretty much, like, Duncan's and Yo-Yo Factory. I think I also got a Duncan Raptor from, from them at one point. Uh, it was, like, an it was an old one they had in the back. Yeah. And they were like, do, do you want this? I was like, yeah. How much? 15 bucks? Yeah, I'll take nice, it. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, Mac was just clearing out stuff. Um, but anyway, so I bought a Yo-Yo Factory. Uh, what was it? It was a fast 201, the one that you could adjust. Mm, nice, yeah. And um, it wasn't great, but to me, it was like such a di- so different. Like yeah. it was even, it was, it, it was just, it felt like it played better and was just more fun and cooler than even that like Yo-Yo Jam that I had had years before because it had like metal rings in it mm-hmm. and it was stable and it spun a long time and so get home, get on the internet, start looking around like, oh my god, <laughs> what is the Yo-Yo Factory? Holy yeah. crap! Yo-yos have changed a lot. Uh, yes. So started started learning on that. Uh, quickly outgrew the Fast Two Hundred One. Mm-hmm. Um, can't remember what I bought after that, but bought a bunch of new, bunch bought a bought a bunch of new yo-yos after that. This would have been twenty fifteen ish. So bought a ton of new stuff after that. I think I bought an Aviator Two. I think that was one of the ones. Oh, nice. Uh, and I still have that Aviator Two. I love it to death. It's fantastic. Um, but so that I mean that was pretty much it. After that, I was hooked. Uh, decided to uh, because I was I was buying a lot of yo-yos at the time. Uh, I was looking for reviews on yo-yos because I found out how vastly different all these yo-yos oh, yeah. were. 
So I'm looking for reviews on yo-yos, and Dylan Kowalski was really the only one doing them okay. back then. And he was doing more than just, at the time, just like the stuff that he had ordered off of AliExpress. So he was doing Magic Yayas and other like knockoff, one-off like Chinese brands, and I'm like, well, I want to know what these one-drop yo-yos are. Yeah, <laughs> what these, like what the, these yo-yo factories the more are. premium ones. Yeah, and so I was like, well, I'll get started on that. And my first couple videos are terrible, but uh, <laughs> you know they, that's just part of it, though. That's the learning curve. <laughs> yeah, it is. And then uh, you know, eventually you get a little bit better. And uh, once I figured out how to play yo-yo and talk at the same time, I felt like that was really – it wasn't mm. so much the yo-yo skills. It was the being able to talk while playing Yeah, that was really sort of the turning point of – no pun intended – of <laughs> – uh, 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 of really where you know I saw my channel jump from like 50 subscribers to like a couple hundred and then up from there yeah nice and I know like personally like whenever I'm looking throws and bruises typically the place that I go for reviews either that or just see what people say on the, the buy sell trade but it's like yeah. I'm about to pull the trigger and I want something a little bit more in depth I always go always go to throws and bruise well I appreciate that I try I try as hard I'm not the best yo-yo player and I, I try to say out loud all the time that like I'm I'm not a competitor by any stretch mm-hmm. of the imagination but I feel like if I give a, a a long enough explanation and I show you everything that I can mm-hmm. it's it's at least I'm I'm being as helpful as I possibly can yeah well and I think even like you don't have to be the world's best yo-yo player to, to pick up a yo-yo and know how it plays like yeah it, it comes down to how many of you really played with and as long as you can do enough yeah so. I, I, I agree it's you know most people are going to play their own style on it anyway it's yeah. just a matter of here's the basics here's what the, here here's how it feels basically yeah and that's what you want to know like you want to know if it's light heavy plays like you think it's going to play by the way it looks and all that yeah tell i'll tell you if when i try to go fast with it it starts to blast off the plane or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that's that's really the kind of stuff i feel like people won't need to know or yes. want to know yeah. um after that, your, uh, your your mileage may vary anyway. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's move it on a little bit and talk about uh, East Coast Masters. Yes. So why did you decide to put East Coast Masters on in the first place? Uh, honestly, it was Kai's idea. Um, it was sort of his brainchild from the beginning. He right. was – he always had this idea in his head. Kai's an idea man. Uh, he's, al- he's always had the idea in his head and he had the uh, – the, the name East Coast Masters picked out and everything. Uh, so he had sort of had all that planned out. But as far as execution was concerned, um, guy's, guy's a bit younger than I am, and he, he's re- never really done anything sort of on that scale. Or, or you know, he's been to contests before, but he had never really, at that point, mm-hmm. uh, three years ago, done anything sort of on that scale as far as organizing an event, putting it together. You know, promoting the event, getting sponsors, all of that stuff, and I've I've got a little bit of uh, background in that as well. I was in a fraternity in high in college, so we okay. we had done a lot of fundraisers and and things like that, and getting sponsors for different things, and so I had had some experience sort of putting things like that together. It doesn't cost too terribly much to put on a yo-yo contest, but uh, we wanted to do something different where we wanted to sort of have it be uh, kind of a combination of of two two schools of thought uh i'm i'm sort of more into the collecting and buying of yo-yos and stuff than i am necessarily mm-hmm. the, the competition side of it so i really wanted to have a room full of just you know yo-yo companies and yo-yo vendors who could 
you know, you could sit there and try the yo-yo before you buy it, and you could buy the yo-yo at the contest. And I, I always felt that that was the coolest thing about going to yo-yo. Oh, yeah. Well, because unless, unless you're lucky and have a place like S.W. Randall's or something like that, which most of us don't, you don't play a yo-yo until you actually pull the trigger on it. Right. So uh, for me, that was that was a big – that was my part of it is that I wanted – vendors i wanted to keep the table prices low and i wanted to put as many vendors in the room as i could because every yo-yo contest i had ever been to up at that point had maybe two two three different mm-hmm. tables of yo-yos but i wanted to have i think you know we do like 12 to 14 tables nice. <laughs> every nice. year. That is awesome. so it's always a lot more and so that was sort of the idea it's like it's not just a contest like yes it's a contest but it's also like a yo-yo buying experience where you can try a bunch of new yo-yos. You can buy a bunch of new yo-yos. And over the last couple of years, we've been pretty lucky. There's been uh, guys who have done uh, early releases or, or released the first batches of yo-yos at East Coast Masters. Uh, last year, the first place you could buy the uh, the, the G-squared and um, uh, uh, a- ART Life was at East Coast Masters. I think that nice. was the first that was the first place you could pick it up. So it was really one of those things where you know there there's it, it's kind of a special contest in that regard because we kind of hype it like this is the place to pick up you want to buy yo-yos here. Come yeah, ready to buy so yo-yos. I know it's it's kind of labeled as a yo-yo contest, but it's more of like a yo-yo convention. Yes. Nice. Yes. Exactly. That's I couldn't have said it better myself. So that was my part of it. Uh, Kai wanted to do cash prizes and sort of have a different style of contest. We're not affiliated with this. You know, if you win mm-hmm. East Coast Masters, it doesn't get you a seed to finals or anything. But you do get a bag full of, full of pretty sweet yo-yos and usually some and some cash. So that's really what we were shooting for. Is is like you know to win East Coast Masters is like. It's like sort of winning the a mini yo-yo lottery. Like yeah, and it, even I think what's what's cool about that one, it's a different approach. But uh, and you get some really good, or uh, you get some really good competition. Like you look at the guys that went one, two, three last year, and man, they were four, three, two at the national yo-yo contest. Yeah, we've had uh, we've had a lot of great competitors come through, and it's really I, I have to give Kai a lot of the credit for that because he's sort of uh, been involved in the competition scene for so long so mm-hmm. he kind of really adds a lot of legitimacy to uh what the competition is and he knows how to judge he judges he's an incredible judge uh and um he's got he knows he's, he always has a couple of incredible judges um that he he can he kind of calls on to help judge help him judge mm-hmm. uh and i feel like it's always judged really well and uh it's it really is a it ends up being a, a really well run and well judged contest on top of being, you know, a, a place to buy yo-yos. It's a lot of work to put together because it's sort of two aspects of it. Yeah. But uh, but but the last two years is real have really uh, have really done well and, and they've they've really been uh, kind of exciting uh, from you know from from both standpoints is with you know not too many hiccups and for the most part it's been really kind of smooth at least as smooth as it could be (laughs) nice nice um yeah so i mean we'll touch on the competition side a little bit but uh can you let us know any of the big names that are planning on showing up this year um honestly i don't know uh who's who's coming yet we just opened up um we just opened up uh the the registration on the 15th 
Um, usually yo-yo players, I don't know if you know this, they all wait till the last minute. You know, that's everything. <laughs> so uh, I think we've maybe got less than 10 signed up right now, but usually it ends up being somewhere in the realm of 35 to 50 competitors across both um across both divisions. So this year we did something different because I it took some uh, took some uh advice I'll, I'll call it from from some other people who had said, "Hey, you know, if we're going to p- compete in both divisions, you should really have a like package where it's like, you know, compete in one division, compete in the other division and then compete in both." Maybe at a discounted price and it actually might get more people to compete in both divisions. And yeah. I was like, "You know what? That's a great idea." So this year uh, if you're going to compete in either X division or in one A div- or in one A uh, separately, it would be thirty dollars. Um, if you're only going to compete in one, but if you want to compete in both, uh, it's forty five. So uh, a lot cheaper to do both uh, if you're going to do both this year than it has been in years past. So um, hopefully that uh, that allows for more people to. Uh, do both divisions because I, I like watching people's X division routines. I like watching their one mm-hmm. uh, A routines, and so it to to have more people just do both this year would be would be fantastic. But we always get a pretty good turnout for both anyway. So nice. uh, that's that's kind of the 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 crux of it this year. You know, uh, there's always going to be uh, the 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 standard bearers that come. Usually, uh, I've talked to Tyler Severance. He's usually there, um, and I, he he plans on coming again this year. So it'll be it'll be good to see Tyler and catch up with him. I don't know if he'll I don't know if he'll compete or not. But uh, if Tyler's coming, he usually uh, rounds up a, a a group of people from over on on that end. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Michael Curdy's good about showing up, and and he brings uh, uh, you know uh, he brings his crew. team. He brings the good life crew with him. Uh, Luke actually won the whole thing last year, and so. he has been killing it this year. He, his oh, routine yeah. at Virginia State's was phenomenal. Yeah, Luke is. Uh, I think Luke's competed both years, and I think he won something both years. Last year, he won. He won the whole mm-hmm. shebang. So uh, he's he's uh, he's won quite a bit of of prizes. And uh, Ryan's coming too from. Um, uh, tiki tiki board games and nice. and the monthly throw so he he'll bring he'll bring the monthly throw crew as well so uh you know there's there's the standard bearers of uh of who come out to 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 support and uh i'm, I'm looking forward to seeing them because there's some some of not only my favorite competitors to watch but some of my favorite people to talk to too so mm-hmm. that's uh that's always nice so it'll be good to see the philly crew the new york crew usually travels pretty well too oh coffin's coming too nice. uh He's 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 coming up. I don't know who he's bringing with him, but uh, he's coming. Um, I think that's all I know for sure right now. But that's uh, that's that's a pretty good group that's of uh, individuals. Good, yeah, it's still a pretty good uh, group to know that's coming. You know, a couple of days after you open the registration. Yeah, that's the it's it's nice to have uh, it, it's nice to have made friends with those guys and and to get uh, to get their support. So you know, their their being there just sort of helps mm-hmm. bring people there, and 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 it's it's cool. Yeah. So, uh, where can people register and where can people follow for news for East coast masters? So East coast masters, uh, primarily the way I do it is the, it's a Facebook event. Mm-hmm. Um, and I invite everybody, you know, you're, everybody's invited through Facebook and I share the crap out of it on the BSTs and, and I share links in it and there's always links in the bottoms of my videos and everything as well. Uh, but there's an event bright site to where you can, uh, pay for uh, registration, like ticket registration to compete. Um, that's on there. You can also donate through the Eventbrite uh, site as well if you'd like to help support the contest monetarily. 
um, just individuals who would like to. No, no, it's not required. It's free admission. But if anybody would like to support, um, there is a way to donate through the Eventbrite site as well. It just kind of makes it all very simple and in yeah. one spot. And it's all taken care of and, and shared through Facebook. Uh, there's also uh, a website. I don't know if Kai's updated it yet. He's got the uh, he's got all that stuff. But it's eastcoastmasters.com. All right. Anyway, so Facebook's uh, going to be the route to go then. Yeah. So Facebook, okay. and then uh, I'll I'll share links and stuff in all of Throws and Brews videos. You can also follow East Coast Masters on Instagram. Yeah, and I'll make sure to uh, throw those links in the show notes for this show as well. Yeah, and the so that's you know that's the way to go. Uh, the I'll give you the Eventbrite site as well. You can get it through there, but it's it's just so easy to organize stuff like that through mm-hmm. Facebook. Yeah, use. yeah, so, they they have it set up so well on there. Yeah, and uh, you know otherwise you can really just go to the Eventbrite site to get the things, and I gave all the information and stuff and in podcasts like this and <laughs> on my videos as well so it, it really uh you know if, if you want to find out and you want to know uh it's it's in uh, pittsburgh pennsylvania it will be march the last saturday in march i think that's i think the 20th. it's 28th 8th yes the yeah. last saturday in march march 28th at the ace hotel pittsburgh pennsylvania uh there's parking paid parking behind the building Good. until six o'clock uh but it's easy to park tons of parking uh, tons of things to do, and I think that's what we're going to talk about next. Yeah, right? yeah. So we're going to dive into this. So for the listeners that don't know, I'm a Pittsburgh PA native. It's where I was born, grew up, all that good stuff. Uh, live a little bit outside of there now, but yeah, me and Tom just kind of wanted to to chat about you know what there is to do in Pittsburgh. Like, it's an awesome city. So uh, we just kind of best to, city in the world. I would agree with that statement. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so we'll just we'll kind of dive into it, and and we'll kind of shoot ideas back and forth. I'm sure a lot of the stuff that we're going to recommend is probably the same stuff because we're we're kind of going in blind on this. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so let's start off with just the general, you know, places to eat. So, so let, I mean, let's talk about the Ace Hotel in oh, general. Yeah, yeah let's Whit, let's do that. The Whitfield, uh, the Whitfield, which is their restaurant downtown, is delicious. I mean, it's really a good restaurant just in the hotel uh they've also got downstairs there's a there's a really nice bar it's a nicely nice. equipped bar uh and like uh craft brew coffee station Ooh. as well so uh as far as eating i mean you really don't even have to leave uh to get really really good food um in, in addition to that after lunch uh we are going to open up uh, a bar upstairs a cash bar upstairs so there'll be there'll be you know some craft beers uh, up there in cans, uh, they usually have a good IPA, usually a couple good loggers, and maybe a stout or something. They usually, they nice usually mix. take pretty good care of us. Yeah, they they do they do a nice mix. And then of course Yingling for for anybody who just you know wants to have a Yingling, yep. Pittsburgh uh, Pittsburgh favorite. Um, so we do that after uh, after lunch there too. So you can have have a couple beers. Uh, I think they had wine last year too, maybe if I'm not mistaken. So you know you can have some drinks at the contest, which is which is fine. And uh, and and uh, is is uh, encouraged. We'll say if you're of age you're of to age, imbibe. Correct. <laughs> if you're of age to imbibe. Um, otherwise, there is a ton of places to eat in West Liberty. Lots of like just bar and grills uh, around. Uh, my favorite place, of course, is Permani Brothers. Yeah, it's Permani Brothers. Literally the first thing on my list of places to plug. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a Permani Brothers in East Liberty. It's not too far. Uh, I, actually, there's actually two. There's one that's about two blocks away, and then there's one. Uh, about five or six blocks. Well, I actually think I passed two of them right. on my way on my way back out, back to, back home. So yeah. it's 
there's a couple Permani brothers. That's if you've never had Permani brothers and you've never, if this is one of your first trips to Pittsburgh or whatever, uh, I would highly sec- suggest and recommend Permani brothers for dinner after the contest. Yeah. Um, would, would strongly agree with that. Just, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's a sandwich. Unlike a sandwich you will ever have again. Um, it's, uh, easily imitated, but, uh, never, never perfected in the same way. Yeah. And I mean, so for those of you who have no idea what we're talking about, it's a sandwich with basically everything on it. It's got French fries, coleslaw, all the fixins, And, uh, I would highly recommend that's the Pittsburgher. That's my go-to. Pittsburgh's good. Capicola with cheese that's is my like go-to. The other go-to. Add, add an egg. That's the way. Always get the egg. Yep. Uh, you gotta, you gotta add an egg. It's it's the way. It's uh, also they have the I think it's permanent on the menu now is the when pigs fly, nice. which is uh, bacon, turkey and capicola, I think. Yeah. Bacon, turkey and capicola on uh, just the sandwich with everything. So but it's huge. It's yeah. like it's the, it's one of the tall boys. It's yeah. oh, so good. You're going to leave that place and not not be hungry. And even if you don't like coleslaw, get it with the coleslaw on it. It will change your mind. Yeah, or get it on the side. I like that too. Yeah, I I, I prefer it. I I kind of prefer it on the side, and then I put a little bit on, and it's 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 delightful, delightful. Very much. Yeah. Or you can get it with no coleslaw. What I, the other thing I like to do is no coleslaw, but put hot sauce on. All it. right. Because it's the French fries soak up the hot sauce. Mm-hmm. It's 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 really good that way too. It's it it's good no matter which way you do it. Yeah, you you can't mess it up. Uh, what else is out there? There's Kelly. Is it Kelly's? Kelly's bar? Oh, I'm not sure on that one. Kelly O's? Any there's Kelly's uh bar out there as well. Uh, a lot of the guys from Ohio seem to like that place. Okay. <laughs> Every time they come out, we're going to Kelly's like okay, have fun. Right. It's kind of a little dive bar. Uh but the food's pretty decent as well there. Uh lots of cool little bars like that. Um if you go up to Bloomfield, which is pretty close, you can eat at Tesaro's, which is another like bar and grill. We have a lot of bar and grills in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. That's sort of our, sort of our specialty, but uh, Tesaro's has uh, the, the best, the best burgers in the world. I think is that is that a is that an accurate statement? I'm drawing pretty... a blank on them off the top of my head. To be honest, never, have you never had Tesaro's? Not. Oh my god, we may we have gotta... to change that. Yeah, we may have to go for that. Uh, we may have to do. We may have to interview you, Drew, after this drops, and then we'll do it at Tesaro's while we that, eat Tesaro's burgers. That sounds good to me. Here. That sounds like a good game. That plan. might be the. It might be the most. Uh, I don't know if people want to watch me eat on video, but. You know, we just go for it and see what happens. <laughs> Nobody watches it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Tesaris is out there. Lots of cool little bars and grills. Uh, also, there is, if you walk about a block away, there's like a Panera and a Chipotle and mm-hmm. all kind of stuff like that. Like little chain, like yeah. sit down, stand up, sit down, walk up to the counter type stuff. You know, Chipotle's delicious, but it's not It's not a Pittsburgh original. Yeah, but... you got to hit up the Pittsburgh originals. Like... Yeah. Yeah, for me. I usually I usually get Chipotle when at the contest because I live in Pittsburgh, so I can just get a burrito and yes, run back to the it's contest. It's special for you at this point. Yeah, but, uh... yeah. But uh, that's the that that's usually my my go to. And yeah, there's I mean, it, pretty much any direction you walk, oh, yeah, is just good food and stuff and lots of cool stuff to do. Yeah, and then uh, if if you plan on kind of exploring the city a little bit, I would definitely recommend going to the Strip District. Uh, for breakfast, DeLuca's. If you have a choice, it is phenomenal. Um, it was on Man Pamela's versus Food. Pamela's is good. It's usually between those two, and it just kind of depends on what you want. Like if you're going for standard breakfast food, I tend to go Pamela's. If uh, you want waffles, DeLuca's 100%. 
Pamela's pancakes, I don't know what it is about them, but they're better than everybody else's they're pancakes. Really good. I don't know why, but they just are. Mm-hmm. There's just something about them. I would there's, I would agree with that. There's magic in them. There's just they're just better than everybody else's. Yeah. And uh, lots of cool. If if you can make it out to Rock Bottom, well, Rock Bottom uh, is technically in the waterfront. Is the restaurant, mm-hmm. but they have if you get if you if you like to drink beer, Rock it's, Bottom is a local brewery that is phenomenal. I recommend the the Uppity Jag Off is okay. my favorite. Yeah, they're really good. And then the other one that I would recommend on the brewery front is uh, Church Brew Works. Go out to the north side. Yeah, a little bit out of the way, but. Uh... Yeah, man, they have some they have some good food. They have some good beer, and it's in a really cool thing. It it used to be a gigantic Catholic church or something like that, and they turned it into a brewery. It is sweet. It's a really cool building, and you can get church brew work stuff on on tap. I think last year they had it on tap downstairs at the bar at the Ace Hotel too. Nice. So usually, even if you don't leave the little neighborhood that the uh, that the the contest is in that you can usually find local brew, local beers on tap there mm-hmm. too. So yeah, anything church brew works or rock bottom I, I, is pretty phenomenal. Um, and, yeah, they're both uh, pretty would... good. The other one, company that I've been impressed with, I haven't gone to their place, but I've had their beer is uh, Rivertown Brewing. Oh yeah, they they have some pretty good stuff. They're uh, it's a blueberry lager. It's not like it's phenomenal. It's not like a lot of blueberry, but it's good stuff. I had a bad experience with blueberry one time, so I would skip that one. But, <laughs> but yes, I understand that blueberry is uh, is is a top notch one. Also, we have a Fatheads uh, that our Fatheads in the South Side does some brewing too. Nice, yeah. So Fatheads is good too if you want to go. If you make it out to the South Side, which you might do, so on Friday we will have uh, sort of. Uh, Yo-Yo Club impromptu at okay. SW Randall on SW Randall's on Friday night, and that's downtown. Um, so if afterwards, I know everybody sort of breaks off and does their own thing, uh, but it's pretty easy to jump over the over the over a bridge down to the south side, um, and lots of great food and bars and stuff over there. And, and uh, I'm a big fan of Fatheads, which is over there mm-hmm. uh, on the south side. So I may be there on Friday night after All Yo-Yo. Right. So. Well, even if if you hit that and go to the yo-yo club man there's a lot of stuff to do even in downtown like you can hit market square um yeah. a lot of good places to eat in there uh, i know there's a permandy brothers there as well but, everywhere yeah you can hit the point <laughs> yeah it's it's really not that bad of a walk there's, there's there's three downtown i think yeah you can hit the uh courthouse if you were a fan of batman uh the dark knight rises oh uh, yeah. yeah 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 it's uh it's it's not a bad walk. It's fun to walk around it downtown. Is. It is. It's safe. It it's is. safe too. Downtown Pittsburgh is really so. I went to I went to Duquesne University, and uh, so I used to walk from and I worked in I worked in the Strip District. So I used to and for a point a period of time, I actually clerked as well uh, downtown. So I used to walk from one corner of downtown to the other and back again, and uh, never so much has had a, a inkling of an issue. It's a it's a really safe really nice city so it's it's a fun city to walk around as well yeah i would agree and it's there's a lot of stuff to see downtown like it's it's just it's a pretty downtown based on you got all the rivers you have all the bridges you have a lot of places that you can go kind of like take the sights in get pictures if that's what you're looking for absolutely yeah and you can head up to uh uh if you want to cross the river and go up to uh uh mount washington as Mm -hmm. well 
which is just a this all of these places are literally within like a five mile radius yeah. <laughs> we're talking about it like oh you go here you go there and i'm like these are all within like five miles of yeah each other. it's so, it's nothing but uh so. yeah like you were saying i mean if you if you cross the river you can take one of the inclines up to the top of mount washington it's like what two or three bucks and, yeah, you're uh, gonna wait in line though. Yeah, yeah, you will. But you'll get some yeah, pretty just, awesome it's, pictures. It's just like whatever a bus ticket is now. I don't. I haven't ridden the bus for a little while because I don't work downtown anymore. But it's whatever two fifty, two seventy five, something mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, if you're looking, you're looking for a place to get some cool pictures. That's definitely a good spot. Um, anywhere at the point, or really any of the bridges. You could yo-yo up there. Yo-yoing up at uh, on Mount Washington with the city in the background would make a killer yo-yo video. It would. Just saying. Yes. Just saying. It it definitely would. When I saw it was a contest in Pittsburgh, like way back, I was like, oh, there's going to be so many pictures coming out from from Mount Washington, and I haven't yet to really see any. Yeah, it would blow up your Instagram. Totally sure would. would. Especially Still, if you're an do early a riser. Freestyle. Yeah, if you're an early oh, riser, yeah. get the sun sunrise coming up too. I, uh, ba- a banging freestyle up on Mount Washington with the city in the background and blow up your Instagram. Oh yeah, it'd be amazing! It'd be the best. It'd be the best uh, Instagram post of 2020. I would agree with that. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's uh, you know the long and short of East Coast Masters for the most part. It's a good. It's just a fun. It's you know we encourage everybody to kind of show up on Friday, stay Friday night. If you stay at the Ace Hotel, um, the code uh, Home Team, all one word. We'll get you a discount. I think it gets you uh, room for 120 bucks, which is a pretty good deal right there. You can yeah. get rooms. Uh, I mean, you can get, and just staying around the city too. Like it's not Pittsburgh's not that big of a city, and Mm-mm. if you're driving, it's pretty easy to get from one side of the city to the other. Um, it's not very far. Like I said, it's all within sort of a five to ten mile mm-hmm. radius. Um, so even if you want to stay like out towards like the airport or near Robinson Town Center. Um, where it'll be like really cheap to stay, uh, you know, to drive into the contest will take you 20, 25 minutes. So it really, and, and you can park. So, you know, it's really wherever you go and stay, uh, is good, but I would encourage everybody to, while, while supplies last, while rooms are there, stay at the Ace Hotel because it's a really nice hotel. Yeah. And for that's, 100, that's a hundred twenty for that hotel. Pretty cheap. Yeah, 120 bucks is really cheap for that. And we, we try to, we try to get a, a discount code for everybody as early as we can because oftentimes enough once it gets to you know the week of or a couple weeks before uh rooms are gone so a lot of people have trouble getting rooms later so i try to get the word out as early as i can there are rooms still available currently so if you're coming i would suggest and you want to stay at the ace hotel i would suggest using home team and booking a room as soon as you can uh otherwise you may have to airbnb or stay somewhere else that's not the place where you can just roll down the hill and get uh and walk right or roll down the steps and walk right <laughs> into the contest um but uh yeah it's it, it we encourage everybody kind of come friday uh go to yo-yo club kind of hang out and then uh i would encourage you to stay saturday as well because we could drink at the contest and hang out and and go off and do things we try to make it as as fun of a weekend as we possibly can because we just we love our city so much mm-hmm. and you know, it's nice to see everybody when we go to contests and stuff, when we go to like, you know, Virginia States or, or, uh, you know, nationals or worlds or wherever uh, I was at nationals and worlds last year. And it's great to see everybody. But when everybody comes to Pittsburgh, it's like, okay, now we got to show you our, our city. Cause you showed us yours and, um, everybody usually has a pretty good time. And that's, that's really what we're looking to do is just 
just have a good time, have a have a fun contest, and whether you could stay for one day or two days or whatever, just come and hang out, buy some yayos, drink some beers if you're of age, of course. Yes. I have to make sure I put that in, um, and uh, you know we uh, we'll, we'll have a good time, we'll throw some yayos and, and chill out. All right, well that sounds good. I'll make sure to post all that info in the show notes about registering Ace Hotel, all that good stuff. But um, thank you for your time, Tom. Hey, no problem, Drew. Thank you for uh, having me on here. I'm uh, I'm excited to uh, to to listen back and and listen to some some previous interviews that you have done. Yeah, thanks. Mm-hmm.